2: Hey Matthew.
3: Heyo. What is going on? Chit ch chit, chilling like a chia pet. I'm pretty sure I've said that before. Have you? I don't know. I don't know either. We're doing a podcast <laughs> called Gamers 2. It is focused on video games and random rad, rattle rattle random chit chat from myself and Nathan perfect. Did
2: it, I did everything? I think we're good. I think we covered a lot of bases right, right there. Good,
3: uh, a good. run, guys. Uh see you next week.
2: Yep. So that's uh <laughs> that's what we're doing. Normally we try to stick gaming, but, you know, don't normally. Really. Yeah.
3: Entertainment as well and uh you know, just general life tips. Like um don't use feminine hygiene products and uh did we say don't use? I, I did. Okay. And, um, you know, cars are cool. Yeah. I'm trying to think about what else uh, we talked about. We hate drivers. We hate people. That's not a life tip. Uh, be a better person. Yeah. Be, don't be stupid. Be a better driver. Respect anyway. your fellow man and woman. <laughs> what uh, uh, have what you been up to? You know, I tell you what I haven't been doing. <laughs> I can take a guess. It starts with a G and ends with a G. And that's called video games. Gaming. There you go. Is what he was going for. There, <laughs> I just, as long as you figure that out. I mean, technically, I've been playing video games. I've been playing Lego Harry Potter. That's assisting that counts with the uh, the other half's uh, campaign. Oh, okay. To conquer the Wizarding World mm. via Legos. I
2: feel like that's a different Harry Potter. I don't think Harry was ever out to conquer the Wizarding World. <laughs> feel like that was Voldemort.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, from a certain point of view. That's true. There is a fan theory about um, Dark Lord Harry. But that's a... Uh, Dark Lord Harry is the best Harry. I agree. Um, other than that, I've uh, I've watched some more Gundam, you know, as I do the dishes. To kill mm, time, yes, the good old dishes Gundam. Yep, um, <laughs> and uh, I watched Black Panther. What'd you think? Uh, it was okay. Yeah, i i I would have if it if I were making the movie, <laughs> I would have focused on other things. I don't know. I think they kind of like, like they, they <sighs> yeah, yeah. I would have just done things differently. I like the characters. It's just they focus too much on uh, What's-His-Face's CIA character there, I feel like. Oh, uh, Martin Schwartz. Yeah, instead of, like, they should have spent more time, you know, with Killmonger and, and like, you know what his dad was up to, I think. Yeah. When prior to getting stabbed in the chest with claws. Right. Anyways, what have you been doing? Uh... Living really? a fruitful life.
2: Really, I've just been playing... Wow. Oh, my God. He's in uh, deep. I, not, not like long... Like, hop in, get my stuff done, get out. Because I haven't been really been playing much. It's been that. It's been watching Bosch. Uh, it's been... I watched Black Panther. Watched some baseball. Um, what did you think of Black Panther? I I liked it. I didn't, I didn't really see... For for me, there was no. It, it was weird, like how much they were focusing on him for parts of it. But at the same time, I didn't really find many, like any faults in it. Yeah, it was there, like, there
3: was st- there was more I wanted, but there were times where I was just like, "Yeah, it's a good movie." I thought it was. I thought I wouldn't. I don't want to say I. I thought I wouldn't like it, but like after watching it, I kind of wish they would have spent more time, maybe more movies. On Black Panther's origin. Because the world's the interesting part. Like, the whole, yeah. like, Wakanda and, like, you know, what's, like, how their culture is and stuff like that is the interesting part, I think. Yeah, I agree. And the dynamic between Black Panther and Killmonger is cool because they're essentially the same person. But if they were, you know, if Killmonger had been raised in Wakanda, he would yeah, have turned b- out, Yeah, a butterfly like, effect situation where exactly. it's just two different paths and there you go.
2: It's, uh... Yeah, but with with volleyball I haven't. Like the I come home volleyball. and update some stuff and go to bed. I don't usually have enough time to like sink into an MLB game that I want to or anything like that. So mm. I just kinda get in and get out
3: of stuff. Getting getting a little of that that survey life. Where you don't have time to do things. Kind of. Ugh. It's a good thing you don't have a significant other because then you just have no time period. You know what I mean? Between that yeah and that and volleyball, you'd just be screwed. No video games for you. Grass is always greener, buddy. Always. It's true. And I did finish
2: reading the Speed of Sound. It caused me to be up late one night. Because I was like, I'm at 85%. I'm finishing this damn thing tonight.
3: Verdict. Take Verdict, it, leave it, Good.
2: I enjoyed it. Um, Annoyed at how it ended off. Because I've said this before. With something I know that is a book one of a potential series. Fine. But they end it, and I go, well, come on. You couldn't think of a better, like, I don't know. I don't need to read book two. Like, I was all good, like, at least to be like, oh, okay, we'll see what, like, maybe I'll read the synopsis of book two. Does it not, like, wrap up well? It wraps up its story, and then immediately takes off with it how it wrapped up. like,
3: Do you think we're getting to a point in our society, whatever you want to call it here, entertainment where learn- they're just, like, shoving sequels down our throats too much. Because I feel like... Yeah, kind me- of.
2: I think they can still be done well, but the, the... I don't know if it's that... I don't know if I want to blame the writer or the publisher. Of, like, oh, okay, yeah, give us another book. And they're like, I this was, like, a one-off story I had. And they're like, no, I'll make another one. Or it was the other way around. They're like, listen, I got this idea for 16 books. But it, and like... The, without like it's not gonna ruin I'll do the overarching, you're not gonna read it. What do I care? Uh bad guy has one person manipulated. Okay. Or has one guy on the inside watching somebody. That person he's watching ends up being removed from the position. New person gets installed, different person is now watching new person. So it's, like, it, it's it. I don't want to, like, ruin it at the same time, but it's not. Everything wraps up, mm-hmm. and then immediately the same problem happens again. And you're just, like, well, fucking. Yeah, it
3: kind of, like, takes away from <sighs> the, the original book. I yeah. Feel like, when they start recycling storylines. It's, like, okay, Killmonger's dead. And then he goes back to
2: Wakanda. And then Killmonger Jr. is just standing there. And you're, like, no, wait a Come on. Like, <laughs> this how we're doing this? <laughs> But yeah, that's the disappointment I had with that. (sighs) Shall we go right to it?
3: I guess. We got new releases. I'll read them off. Thank you. We'll switch it up. I like, like, ooh, I like the switch up. Look (laughs) at this curveball that's getting thrown at you people, huh? New this week. Blaze Blue, Cross Tag Battle, PS4, PC, Switch. Far Cry 5, Hours of Darkness DLC, which did not get favorable reviews, I might add. Interesting. Yeah. Um. All platforms that Far Cry 5 is on. You you figure it out. <clears throat> Happy Birthdays, Switch. No
2: idea. Just funny to
3: me. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, title. Onrush, PS4, Xbox. Runbo I almost said Rundown. PS4 and Switch, the Elder Scrolls Online, Somerset. I think it's Somerset Isles, I think. I don't know, whatever, Somerset. Something like that. Vamp is it vampire or vampire? I call it Vampire. Okay. We're gonna go with Vampire. Somebody'll yell at me. No, they won't. <laughs> PS4, Xbox, PC. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. Xbox. Shape of the World, Xbox, PC, Switch. MotoGP 18, PC, PS4, Switch, Xbox. Sushi. <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> Sushi Striker, The Way of Shushido. It's it's a tongue twister. Yeah. Switch and 3DS. I saw that one come in and I was like, this is the game. This is the one right here. This is the one. This is the reason I need to buy a Switch. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the new release for the week. Go out. Now, as much as we, we like switching it up.
2: Then How we're... should we do this? One, two, three, four, five. I, I guess I'll take one. Okay. All right. That's a ballsy move. I know it is. <laughs> All right. But I also know what the story is, so we're good. Okay. Number one of our news headlines for the week of June
3: eighth. <laughs> the, the like, uh, the enthusiasm in your voice right there was this was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, number one.
2: Rockstar has announced pre-order details for Red Dead Redemption 2. I feel like these things just keep getting more complicated, which is why I'm not listing all this shit out. Trust me when I say that it is ridiculous. The important stuff is that pre-ordering digitally will get you GTA Online cash, which is interesting that they're blurring the lines between the two games. The part that caused some backlash was that the special edition is... The special edition version and higher do get a bank robbery mission and other in-game content. Rockstar has commented that it will not affect the main story. The, the hubbub from this was that uh, the screen cap I saw, I'm sure you saw it too, mm-hmm. was it was the standard edition and everything listed in the standard edition. Then it was the special uh, edition, deluxe edition or special edition and everything listed in that. Both listed full game. And then right below full game on deluxe edition was full game, two new missions. And then on the other standard edition, it was full game. So like, do they not know what the definition of full game is?
3: So I started, I I started um, listing out what the different, what the different editions had. And I wasn't even halfway through and the article was so long because there's like, they need to come up with like a flow chart. Like, and I was trying to cross-reference it too, because like, there was misleading information in some of the articles and stuff, but, like, you know, if you order it on the PlayStation Store and the Xbox Store, you get, like, this stuff and this. If you order it digitally in general, you get this stuff, but this thing, and, like, it just turns into this, like, depending on which retailer you order it from, there's different stuff. depending on what version you order that's
2: And that's the thing that always had annoyed me, too, because Rockstar's not the only one that does it. Yeah. But it was always, uh, like, pre-order a GameStop for day one access to something, something, and I'm like, (sighs)
3: No, I, I used to care, and then I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? This is just not worth it because half the time you end up unlocking something in the game that's like almost the same exact thing. Unless
2: it's Medal of Honor Warfighter, in which with Medal of Honor that you got the elite pack day one from pre-ordering it, which took you I don't know how many stupid in-game hours to get to. So try playing multiplayer on the first day and getting raped.
3: <laughs>
2: Sorry, specific
3: like, there are those ones. That one struck a chord. Struck a chord in me. <laughs> Number two, Bungie continued their slow march forward by revealing the next expansion for Destiny Two. The expansion is called Simply Forsaken, and it'll start off year two year year two on September fourth. I feel like there's like cotton balls in my mouth today. I don't know why. <laughs> the next expansion will feature the reef, since it most likely it'll mostly be based around a breakout from this prison of elders.
2: Wait. It's gonna be break out of an old content. Sorry.
3: Yep. Oh, it, I, we could go on. Oh, on we can we days. can just continue
2: to shit on Destiny as long as we ever have. We're gonna
3: come back to that. Remember that concept. Oh, I'll, uh, I'm remembering it. There will be a couple new locations, a new raid called Dreaming City, a new mode called Gambit, which will combine PVE and PvP. New supers and bows is a new weapons class. The new Gambit mode is a four by four race where two teams in separate arena arenas. It's gonna be a rough one, guys. <laughs> two teams... we in, in the
2: second th- headline, Matt is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> it's two teams in two separate arenas racing to kill NPC enemies while also interfering with each other's progress. <gasps> Wait, Titanfall? Sorry. There's some other stuff, obviously, but I doubt anyone is still super interested in what is going on with Destiny. Unless you and, have always been playing the game since yeah. launch. And to go back to the rehashing old content thing... Yeah. Uh, some of the updates that they're doing to the game before the new expansion comes out are like reverting to Destiny One style weapon drops with the re- with the rolls and stuff like that. Oh boy! So it's it's funny. Yeah, I don't, I just
2: I I want to go off, but I've complained on this show before about Destiny, and I don't need to do it again. Killing it, Bungie! Can't wait to see you on Monday with Sony's press conference. It's gonna be so exciting. Number three, Telltale has shown off an E3 teaser for the final season of The Walking Dead with a release date of August 14th. The more interesting part is, that they, is the mention on some of the changes they are making for the new season. Telltale said that players can expect a new over-the-shoulder camera system and scenes with unscripted combat. Thoughts? Yeah, what do you think? I know it's funny that I read thoughts to you, knowing that it, it was a shit. Yeah. Uh well, but, you're
3: the Telltale. You play Telltale games, so I mean, like, how's that stack I've up? I've played to... Telltale games. Yeah.
2: I, I don't. I don't dabble in all of them.
3: They're all the same, roughly. Pretty much same now. same engine.
2: Mm-hmm. The over-the-shoulder camera, whatever. Yeah, as long as it doesn't like break anything. Like, it's mm-hmm. not going to be that crazy or like new. Like, not really newish ridiculousness. The unscripted combat
3: that was is the, part the
2: interesting part yeah. because. Their whole script is like choosing – Like you just have to – like a fight breaks out and it's like, all right, hit left now. Do I not hit left? Like unscripted meaning I'm actually fighting. Like yeah, I like, choose what I'm supposed to hit and stuff. Like
3: button mashing
0: or,
2: or something. Or unscripted as the person comes at me and I now get like six options to do things. Like just dive wherever. But it's still like semi-scripted, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to see how that plays. I don't know. It's gonna be. It'd be weird to go with everything scripted and then just get to a fight and it's not scripted. So I don't know. Telltale's really good at telling a story, so giving you freedom at that point is kind of weird.
3: Yeah, I'm curious to see what people's reactions are to that because it does seem to break from their their mold. You know what my favorite part about this week is? What's that?
2: Because I knew it was getting late last night. Yep. And I was like, I get. I'm betting he's probably just getting into this, and I know he doesn't have his predictions done for our next episode. So I was like, I'll hop in, see where he is, and I'll start writing yeah. up some that I yeah. haven't written since like I don't know week two, <laughs> or I don't know who who knows. Whenever I stopped writing the doc, mm-hmm. writing the doc, in quotes. Uh but now some of me is in here. Yeah. There is. And the next one you get to read is my writing.
3: And I didn't, I haven't looked at it. <laughs> I haven't read anything in your rows. It's the same way I read them. Yeah. It's the great, it's the. Which is, I was thinking about it the other day, and I'm like, that's a really like bad. Like, if I mean, if we were trying to be, like, professional, I guess, about it, it would be like, you know, there would be, it would switch hands twice. Like, you'd write the things down that you want to talk about, I'd write it up. And then you'd look at it again and be like, "All right, I'm gonna change a couple of things or whatever." Yeah. and then that way it's like, we "Yeah, both I would know actually, I, did, I would actually
2: go in and be editor about it." Yeah, but at the same time, like I said, "Go fuck yourself, San Diego." Like I, <laughs> I'll read it. <laughs> All that right. that would be exa- if we were a news show, we would very much be Anchorman.
3: Yeah, I know. I'm surprised we haven't gotten into that of uh, the trolling yet. Like trolling. Oh, I
2: I thought about it after like today. There's kind right, of an right air... as we
3: got to this point where I'm like. Shit, I wrote some of these. I could have fucked with them. <laughs> That's the interesting part, though, is there's an air of uncertainty because we don't know who's going to start. Yeah. So it's like it's you don't know if you'll be screwing yourself or screwing the other person. So yeah. It's kind of so like, then you're
2: like guessing, do I start putting my stories out of order and yeah. just dropping things in randomly? Yeah.
3: Okay. Anyway. could be interesting. And then every story just turns into like... Yeah, like, every story is shit fest.
2: Yada, yada, Activision, semen. Wait, what? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. All right. Number four. Pokemon will require subscription to play online on Switch. A statement from the Pokemon company, Pokemon, and I quote, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee will have online play functionality, battling and trading with each other, with each, with other players. Oh, you got me good, iPad. Oh, I thought you were going to say me. I was like, this is literally a quote. (laughs) (laughs) No, my screen turned off. All right. A statement from the Pokemon company and I quote, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee will have online play functionality. Battling and trading with other players over the internet or locally will be available in these games. However, the feature set will be somewhat simplified in comparison to previous games and that there is no GTS, Wonder Trade, or Battle Spot. uh, Rating battle, free battle, and online competition, etc. For example... Uh, Further details will be revealed at a later date. An active membership for the Nintendo Switch online service, which is scheduled to begin in September of this year, will be required to access these features. End quote. So it's a long quote, but it it literally says everything. sums everything up. That we're questioning. So. uh, See, this is the confusing part because there's the I hate that they're called the Pokemon company. 'Cause it like messes me up with the like how to identify it with Nintendo, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. The I mean, the Pokemon Company is a developer of Nintendo.
3: Yeah. But every time I see company, I'm thinking it's a separate entity, which it's not. But
2: Or the um, Pokemon Company is a publisher for Nintendo's yeah, I don't platform know. It's a, it's because Game list. Freak exists underneath the Pokemon Company. Yeah. Like I can, we can get there. I mean, I we'll can get there. Yeah. So, what do
3: you, what do you think? I mean, I, I no shit.
2: That's yeah. what I think. Like, uh, what's the point in having online service online service if you're not going to make gonna, games require it? Yeah. It. I, I just, just, I just think it's good that they got out ahead of it. Yeah, and didn't because there's the Nintendo stepping into this realm. They have to be ahead of it because yeah. no, nobody's expected it from them before. You That's could do the, all this online stuff without paying, but now it's like, hey. Remember, going forward, you're going to give me money to do this.
3: I have no horse in this race. And, like, I have no idea of the way that the the community flows. So I'm real curious to see, like, the service itself is cheap. Um, and I'm curious to see how people react to that whole concept of, like, having to give money to play these games online. Like if it's going to become some sort of like hotbed topic or if they're just going to accept it and there's going to be like literally no fanfare at all. Yeah. Uh,
2: I think what they have going for it is it's 20 bucks a year. Yeah. That's so cheap. Like, like comparatively it's crazy it, at a, at a point <laughs> you almost can't even argue against it. Cause like, yeah, it should be free. I guess... Oh, I have to pay my rental part, like my $1 or what would it be? uh from 12 to, or 20 divided by 12 is what like a buck 25 So 50 close enough somewhere around there i'm for, not doing math right now all right i'll say a buck 25 I, don't, I know i'm not right <laughs> who cares uh pay that little bit a month for like my access to the server like that's minimalistic that's not even the power consumption for that server well
3: What's going to be interesting is going to be once it's up and running, and Nintendo starts having like the the development issues to where they're re- like, you know, like Sony kind of went through it, where they like their service needed to become more and more elaborate. Well, and luckily like, for well, we need
2: money for this for Nintendo is like, like coming out immediately and being like, "There's no voice chat, so fuck yourself." <laughs> like they're already yeah, but. going like, we're only giving you the access to play with each other. That's all we're doing. We're not doing anything else because we can't handle it.
3: Well, but eventually, eventually funny they will. Yeah, is the whole fact that it's so cheap might end up biting them in the ass because they're going to have to like, if everyone who owns a Switch is like, let's do online, and Nintendo is not ready for that, it's going to yeah. be real interesting.
2: the The launch month will be very telling,
3: and then the security side of it too. Like, I'm sure there's going to be groups who are just like chomping at the bit to start like DDoSing Nintendo and figuring out like ways to bring down their network because that's like a trophy now. There's always assholes. All right. Number
2: five. Crackdown 3 has been delayed till February 2019. Are you fucking kidding me? This is
3: getting out of control.
2: This game was announced at E3 in 2014 and has been pushed out of 2017 and now 2018. It's rumored to be trying to give the studio Microsoft's rumored to be trying to give the studio time to avoid the same situations it had with Scalebound and Phantom Dust both canceled and the closure of Lionhead Studios. They will be showing it during the Xbox E3
3: briefing. I'm just taking a look at who's de- who developed Crackdown. So I don't remember. The first one was Real Time Worlds. Whoever the hell that is. The second one's Rufian Games. Um and the third one is Regent. Regent Studios? Regent Yes. And Regent Games.
2: The creator of the series is no longer with it. Epic hired him to manage like their cloud stuff and esports division or something like that.
3: David Jones. It's I don't know. I, I I mean I don't even know what to say anymore about crackdown like it was one of those IPs that everyone was super hyped for and it didn't come out when it was supposed to and now everyone I feel like is going is getting the whole like fuck you mentality about it.
2: Yeah. They're I just uh...
3: they can't like Xbox man. It's
2: it's so fun. it's good for them that they came out in front of E3 rather than get to E3 and then at the end of the video, go 2019, and everybody goes,
3: "I want." Are someone, you kidding me? I want someone to do, like I want someone to use this as like uh, I don't know the words I'm trying to come up with right now. The words coming out of my mouth. No, like I, it would be funny if Xbox, you know, like Microsoft announced this, and then at E3 they're like, "Just kidding! It's going to be out this fall, or it's going to be out in September, or whatever." Like. I do for once a company to do something like that because it'd be hilarious. <laughs> All right. Number six, battlefield five PC specs that EA shared were wrong. Uh, on the forums from the community manager quote, Hey, BF five community. Recently, you may have stumbled across PC minimum specs published for battlefield five. Please note that those minimum specs for PC are inaccurate, inaccurate, I cannot enunciate today. And we're only to be used as placeholders. We haven't announced Battlefield Five minimum or recommended specs yet, but please stay tuned as once we do, you'll be the first to hear about them. Thanks for patience and understanding. End quote. So, Makes sense now.
2: Yeah. There's all the confusion we had last week about <laughs> Look, how, what these? how these things do not match up at all are not true.
3: That's good. Uh I'll take the next one if you want.
2: Uh, Unless
3: you want to... Yeah, we'll switch up now. You take the next one, and then we'll alternate again. Yeah. I, I threw some... This one's worded all funky, so I figure I'll save you from that. Um, yeah. We have a good old-fashioned core war on our hands. At number well, seven. if you have the money for it, at least. Oh, shit. At this year's Computex, both Intel and AMD showed off some serious processors, the first being Intel's 28-core... 56 thread monstrosity
2: for servers
3: no details on it other than it exists and it can run Cinebench (laughs) Uh, just for reference Intel's current king is the 18 core 36 thread i9 7980xe and it cost $2,000 so more than that is what that thing will cost Uh, not to be outdone there's AMD with a new thread ripper AMD says it'll be 32 cores and 64 threads, and it'll slot into current TR4 socket motherboards. Sweet. Another (laughs) processor we can't afford and really have no need for.
2: I mean, all I'm saying is I haven't bought mine yet. (laughs) (laughs) And I would only totally need to buy a new motherboard. (laughs) Can you imagine? Uh. Like,
3: well, the Threadripper is going to be probably significantly cheaper. Because the... Oh, then the... The last Threadripper, the one that's available now, that's like their high end, is like a thousand dollars. Yeah,
2: that's right around there.
3: But still, it's just. Did you see the? Um, this is not in the news article here, but did you see the? There was a little snafu with Intel's processor because no. they had it running. They had it running at five gigahertz. Oh okay. And uh, people like the way that they presented it was that that was the standard clock on it. Oh, so and people are thinking overclocks to six. Or that, like, the, well, you know... Or whatever, yeah. Yeah, like, a 56 threads at five... It's it's crazy. Yeah. Which, it was crazy, because they actually had it on a, like... You know, liquid nitrogen, like...
2: Yeah, they're pouring the liquid yeah. nitrogen into it to cool it. On stage, yeah. like, look at this fog machine. Like, you're not making a fog machine. You're keeping well, your PC under I negative five. I think what they
3: did was they... The system that they were displaying wasn't either. wasn't the system running it that was actually running, or it was there was something going on there because it wasn't. It didn't appear to be like anything special about it. And then later on, they're like, "Oh, you know, actually, it was overclocked, and we were using like you the know- good
2: old smoke and mirrors trick. Yeah. Look at the guy holding the controller. He's not the guy playing the demo, but he's holding the controller. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number." Eight. No, that being said, the, there's also that other uh, processor coming out.
3: Yeah, there. the um, 8086. 80, yeah, 8086. Were you tempted at all by it? You probably were until you saw the price, I'm assuming. I was like, okay. I'll take a look. And then I saw the price. I was like, no, never mind. Yeah, I mean, it's not worth. So for reference, there's the i7 8700K, which is you can usually find it pretty reliably at around $300 street price. Um, less if you shop around. They have an anniversary chip that's coming out called the i seven eighty eighty six, an anniversary of X eighty six, and it's essentially the same processor except it has a higher uh, turbo clock. I think turbo. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. And they are selling it for four twenty five,
2: something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Number eight, the Ocho.
3: <laughs> the Ocho. How fitting for this game. Is it? I don't know. All it's right. weird. Stream, sportsy types type. Stream racing. Yeah. The Crew too
2: has laid out its plan for its content release post-launch, both in the season pass and free updates. I'm only going to mention the free updates, because they seem way better than the season pass <laughs> does to me. The three free updates are in September, then winter, and then spring. September starts with hovercrafts, because fuck it, why not? That's cool. And also a new loot system. Not detailed, but new loot system versus the one they already have. That was that was weird to me. Yeah. Uh, winter, whenever that is in winter, will bring a new PvP mode. But they have been hush-hush. And they're probably holding those deals along with the spring deals or spring details for Ubisoft's E3 show on Monday. So,
3: speaking of the loot system. Okay. Okay. Uh, the weird thing I found with Oh, we the, played the
2: crew too. We, did. we should be real clear but we we played the beta. We didn't mention neither of us had that, but we played yeah. the beta.
3: Yeah. Which I, I don't know, can we talk about the we can, right? We didn't sign NDS. Okay. Okay. Closed
2: beta was free to stream and everything.
3: Um, so what well, I found weird about the loot system is that if you don't pick up the loot after the race, you don't get it. Which I find is weird. I didn't know I didn't notice that. There was a point in one of the Because I races. always just like had to back up, like not even two feet. I was just like yeah. left trigger and there it is. There's a point in one of the races where um like I did one and then I immediately jumped into a menu or something like that and I just kind of ignored the loot. Mm-hmm. And then like it just like disappeared. Oh. And I didn't get it. And I was like, "Oh, that kind of sucks." Hmm. And I guess way, if it's all green, I could just not give a shit. <laughs> after we got off playing that one time, I went I re I bought a different car and okay. redid the races. Uh-huh. And it was the car. All right. Oh.
2: Just saying. All right, so it was the Miata. Yeah. Which car did you buy to redo uh, them
3: with? RX-7.
2: Oh, okay. <sighs> Stupid Miata. <laughs> I love you, Miata, but you're just not... But, like, fuck off. <laughs> you're just too slow. Uh, the season pass stuff was that you get, like, two or three cars a month. So, just, like, new cars. And I was like, okay. But at least your free update is, like, the one that's the big one. The actual content one. What
3: was frustrating for me with that was the cars, the first three cars that they said. Porsche, something, something. Were all cars that I was like, man, I really want those cars. Yeah. Like, that's
2: Season great. Pass is 40 bucks, so yeah, I mean. it's not worth it. There's 100 me. bucks to get a sweet car if you really no, wanted it.
3: No, no, definitely
2: not worth and it. And that's debating if we even buy the game anyway. I think you liked it, right? I, I was pleasantly happier with it. All right, fuck it. We were, yeah. Crew two right. time. All right. I enjoyed it. I was pleasantly happy with it versus what Crew 1 was. Mm -hmm. I was severely disappointed with its performance. Oh, yeah. so We're in the beginning of June. You have a June 29th release, and you did not render your cutscenes well because they all look like trash. They did look terrible. Even your environments, I'm not positive, are finished. Your control in some of these cars, holy hell. Like, Matt's Miata is one thing. The uh, my Audi took like a while for me to finally, or it wasn't even my Audi because the Audi is the one I chose. The, whatever the first car is that you like do everything in, like you do the first street radius right before yeah, you it choose was, it, was so was it?
3: like bad and controlling.
2: It was because
3: I came in like sixth place with that race. Yeah,
2: I think I managed to come in second in the first one, but I was fighting mm-hmm. in second the entire time. To not lose control of that car, and the only reason I was in second versus first is I tried coming around a corner, and the whole thing just kept sliding It yeah. went straight into a wall. I was like, "Can I that not was, turn this car?"
3: That was the Miata's issue too. So, like the ar- the handling's like really arcadey, and on, on, I feel like
2: I feel like it's really arcadey, but it's not Forza arcadey. Forza no. arcadey, I can completely control.
3: Yeah, well, F- Forza is like bizarre. It's almost like it toes the line really, really well between, like, arcade and simulation. It kind of, like, has yeah. a little bit of both, but, like...
2: Because it actually allows you to drift the corner. Mm-hmm. Where you do it in the crew, which I always hate. The, I understand drifting a corner makes you go slower. Like, technically, yes, it does. But in Forza, when I can actually drift and stay within, like, a decent, like, A line, racing line. A, yeah. Like, a decent racing line and come back out of it with my nose still pointed where I need to be and then come back and Only have like a minimal shake to realign my car. I tried doing it in the crew after I finally, you could not drift in that default car. No. You basically just brake (laughs) or slid. And then finally I did it in the Audi. And I, because I was like, what is the fucking handbrake button? Because your regular brakes in the default car would not do it. They would do it in the Audi, but they wouldn't do it in that. Yeah. And I would hit it and come out of the corner. And I have to like really waggle back and forth to get going again. I'm like, it's not worth drifting.
3: Yeah. Um, the down resolution stuff, the low texture and stuff like that doesn't bother me because I'm just, I'm hoping and I'm, this is a big assumption here. I'm assuming that they just didn't render everything in full detail for the beta.
2: That's what I would assume too. But it's at the same time, it's like the first thing I see is this cutscene that's not rendered.
3: Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, if they were using the beta for its genuine, not if to show using, off the yeah, game Yeah, if you're using it for your gameplay
2: and your testing of uh, of your physics and stuff yeah. like that, it makes sense. It's just like the
3: first thing I see is an unrendered cutscene. My like <sighs> the big annoyance for me for the game was is the the excuse me going back to the um those performance numbers the num that number you know that's like the recommended. Whatever it is that you, they stamp on your car.
2: Oh, you mean like the the part total?
3: Yeah, like it's like one something
2: or whatever, you know. It's Yeah, like out of 250 or something. Because mm-hmm. there's the number that you have yeah. out of X. And X is your maximum, I believe, to what... Uh, I never I've, even noticed the max, I think so. what it is, is if you... Because you get the part... Each part has a number assigned yeah. to it. I think that's your average towards like what your total average can be or, or something along that mm-hmm. line. So, like, I think I got mine to maybe, like, 170-something mm-hmm. out of 250. So, it's like, yeah, that reaches 250, and then you... Like, you can change parts out if you wanted to, but you're you're there. Yeah. So... It's the way of saying, this car is done.
3: Maybe Drive it, something else. Maybe it's, like, my own uh, misunderstanding, but I was... When I was going through cars, I was kind of using that as a reference of, of how, like, its performance level would be compared to other cars. Mm, okay. And I didn't... And that was what got me stuck in the Miata because like, oh, I was like, oh, it has a similar performance level to everything else. So I'll just use the Miata. When I I went back and looked at all the stats, like your car's top speed was like 155. Generally, all the car's top speeds were 155. Except
2: for the Miata, which was 130. The Miata's 130. Yeah, because I remember looking at the top
3: three and I was like, Miata 130, not driving that. 150, all right, I'd take that. (laughs) Yep. So that was what? inevitably screwed me because then i went back and i grabbed the rx7 which had a way lower performance total than every other car Mm -hmm. and i bought it and i did i redid the street races um that we did and i had no issue I, i i went through and i redid them i beat the times of our last race and i was like that's cool and it just doesn't. I don't know. I, they need to clarify that or, or refine it or something like that because they don't give you a lot of stats to begin with. So, like naturally, I'm going to focus on that performance thing, even though it really doesn't have a good. Right. The the other thing I, I that I
2: oh, fuck it. Why not? I just compare the two. That I like to Forza Horizon at least three that I versus this one is okay. I get it. Like green part, blue part, purple part. Who knows? Maybe there's orange parts. I didn't. I didn't ow. Yeah. Oh. Cram. Who? No, that was just my hip crack. Oop. I'm an old man. Um, maybe maybe there are you know orange parts in in rarity. Green being lowest, yeah. high orange orange highest. Uh I don't give a shit. <laughs> like <laughs> that. That's a basically like when I'm looking at Forza, and I'm like, oh, V6 engine or V8 engine. That I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> not not purple one fifty three, yeah. Green one seventy eight, yeah. huh? And That's it's like, rarer. Does that mean? Uh, and huh. like the
3: flavor <laughs> text for the parts are like just stupid. Like hood cover, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. Like when when you play when you play Forza, or Forza, however you want to say it, um, there's a fake T. It's like Nazi. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. That's a good re- so <laughs> it's not a good reference. I know it's a good example, <laughs> is
2: what I meant to say. Yeah, Forza is Nazis. You drive around with Hitler all day, it's a great time. You and him go conquer the outback in Australia.
3: Um, he would probably enjoy that. Um, now, what was he, he I kind of did? It's a prison continent. Uh, what was I gonna say now? Now I lost it. Oh, when you play Forza, you you get the distinct idea that the people that made the game like know about cars. Or, well, I mean, there's, and they a reason like cars. That, there's a
2: reason that when they debut it, they have a Porsche or something on stage yeah. every
3: time. You don't get that same feeling when you play the crew because it gives you random parts that all have like stupid text on them. It looks like you took
2: the crew, is the equivalent of not necessarily us making a game, but people that like racing games Mm -hmm. but have never delved into like what's inside a car. Yeah, and they're like, Oh, yeah, 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 okay, so there's these parts. We'll give a, a value to these parts. There's rare versions. Like, yeah, you want to get the better versions. And then there's just like a power level. This is like, yeah, this part's worth 50. This part's worth 75 because you get it later. And the higher you go up, yeah, yeah, okay. And then <laughs> somebody somebody had walked into the office at one point. And like, is it a V6 or a V8? Purple engine. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck?
3: What? No. Uh... It has
2: a, it's a purple engine. And there's a a blue head gasket and i'm like oh god dude why are you have why are you letting tommy do the fucking part names he can barely spell his own name and it's four letters one of them repeated
3: uh, all right so all, all that right. being said <laughs> it wasn't terrible the race it, it was, was okay it was
2: much improved yeah. from the first one
3: i enjoyed the boat racing i thought that was cool the off-roading I didn't mind too much, although like the fact that it's like completely not linear, like it doesn't tell you where to go. I enjoy totally messes. I me enjoy
2: up. that it's not linear. I dislike how unlinear it is. Yeah, it's like way because I like that you can kind of go your own path, but mm-hmm. there's a there's very clearly moments where I could just be going literally a one eighty away from the objective.
3: Yeah, because you're just like, uh... yeah, I mm-hmm. wish it like you get a very Tim Allen moment in you. Gave you better indicators of of where you should go. Uh the water's all right. Yeah. i like the water I didn't like the flying. No, and,
2: and once again, flying is so hard to do in games yeah. correctly that when a game has it correct it's, and you can compare
3: it to that, mm-hmm. it's over. It's it wasn't hard. It, I don't want to say it wasn't hard. It it wasn't like it wasn't in the way of the game, I guess. Yeah, like, it, it, it just s- wasn't super enjoyable. It was like Yeah, it wasn't it felt like, almost like do some on.
2: tricks and I was like I don't need to be in a plane. Like it just, it, it just, yeah. It, it, yeah. It felt, it felt very tacked on. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, like, planes, trains, and automobiles. Like, you, you could have just got rid of the first one.
3: The one that I wish we could have done that I didn't get a chance to was bikes. I wish we would have driven some bikes to see what that's all about. But. Yeah.
2: Or, um, yeah. I, both off roading and industry, yeah. I would have been mm-hmm. intrigued. The, uh, What do you think of like the story they set up? I thought it was just a blatant rip off of Horizon. I thought it was a that. I did not. But like also, it. <laughs> it was very Need for Speed because yeah. I don't. Do you remember Pro Street? Need for Speed Pro Street? Um, it was the one they took you off the streets because they're were like, we're gonna go legit racing, so that you were on tracks the entire nah, time. No, I didn't play Pro Street. You had four classes, four race classes. You had a grip race, which is your regular yep. circuit racing. You had a drag race, Mm -hmm. you had a wheelie race, and then you had a sprint. Mm -hmm. So specifically for all of those, I ran uh, a BMW Z4 Mm -hmm. for my grip.
3: Which was in the crew.
2: Yep. I uh, then switched that out when I had too much money and didn't know what else to do uh, and bought a Ford GT 2005.
3: As most people do have too much money.
2: Yeah. And to figure out their Z4 wasn't going just fast enough, so (laughs) get a Ford GT. Um, I had the Lotus Elise for yeah. my for my dragster. Nate's uh, achievable dream car. My achievable dream car, except not in a eight second quarter mile. <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where I was beating everybody in the game. I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be able to do this. Um, '69 Charger for the wheelie car.
3: Mm-hmm. Everyone's wheelie car.
2: <laughs> yeah, and uh, Viper for the sprint car. Oh, there was Drifting, too. Yeah. I ran a Corvette for that.
3: All those make sense, except Z- for the... Corvette
2: ZX or ZR1, whatever, the the new newer vet, not yeah. like an older vet.
3: All those make sense. Except, except for the Lotus. The Lotus yeah, yeah, Lotus doesn't
2: make sense at all. Lotus should have been on a grip race. <laughs> but I drove that thing into the ground. But it was very... Uh, you're building up to then race the king of those events. Yeah. And it's exactly what this is, is... Yeah, you got to get really known in the street so you can race the street king. And I'm like,
3: I can I race know. him now. I'll probably beat him. Give me the Miata. I don't know why it's so hard to make a compelling race story. Most like Wanted, it.
2: like Need for Speed Most Wanted was so good. The original, not the remake. The remake was awful. The original story in that just made sense. Like, there's cops. You're an undercover cop. Like, not hard. Yeah. Very, it's fucking it's fast, fast and furious. furious. Yeah. Without being as bad as the Fast and the Furious is, hey, stay, first one's I, good. They they lose track pretty quick. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it's very that where it's yep, there's that, and you have to work your way up the blacklist. At a certain point, you get betrayed, yada yada. But you're working your way up the blacklist, so all it is is just do these races, get more renown, become number one, yada yada. The only thing I didn't like is that eventually they switched it on you to force you to manual shift, and I, at the time, no was. young me could not.
3: I don't comprehend I still manual shifting do that in games because it's just like it's too much effort for need for speed the pro street enjoyment. you had
2: to manual shift your drag race which that makes sense makes sense and yeah. it was also really easy yeah both the drag and the wheel you had a manual shift all it was is just wait 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 for a rev meter to hit a certain point and just smash a you know how shifting works <laughs> <laughs> what are clutches right <laughs> All right. To be fair, that clutch would have been burned the hell out of that Lotus. <laughs> yeah, I don't want replace that I know, every single run. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. Alright, moving on from the crew.
2: Yeah, let's get away from cars and let's start shooting some people.
3: In the, <laughs> number nine. <laughs> is that too far? <laughs> in the wake of Valve's decision on active shooter, and probably to a lesser extent their maneuvering with porn censorship, Valve has decided to revisit their policy on content. Here's a quote: If you're a player, we shouldn't be choosing, we shouldn't be choosing for you what content you can or can't buy. If you're a developer, we shouldn't be choosing what content you're allowed to create. End quote. So, long story short, Valve is allowing everything onto Steam, uh, unless it's end quote again illegal or straight up trolling. Uh, end quote. Uh, my personal opinion is that it's a good decision in general. Uh, you know, free speech and all that. And uh, vote with your wallet
2: yeah um yeah I mean that's pretty much that. The only thing uh that I think there that they can get that they could get away with if they didn't want to touch like the free speech thing because mm-hmm. obviously, yes, free speech, yeah, it's literally what it is we're not going to get into that whole discussion because we've avoided it for the last three weeks. yay, politics, yeah, <laughs> anyway, um is they can do what brick and mortar does. your game must be rated. For us to sell. Yeah. Which immediately puts Active Shooter in front of a board that goes X. And they're like, we're not selling X. like It's just not happening. Or whatever the... Mm -hmm. It's not actually... There is X rating, but it's not even that one. It's the one I'm thinking of. There's a rating that you can't sell in brick and mortar, which is why the joke was like you could sell it in porn shops because they don't apply the same rules. But it's like, yeah, there you go. Your problem's solved. But uh, interesting,
0: yeah. I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was an interesting
2: because it was a quick turnaround. They're like, "That's not happening," yeah. and then that's kind of the beauty of Val. Like a couple days later, they're like, "Okay, we might have gone too far." And you're like, "I don't." Who thought you went too far? I mean, I got I, like, I was. Like, I was in agreement for them. For okay, good. Good that you take it down. Yada yada. I mm-hmm. said it on here. I was like, "Yeah." Power to them. Like that game shouldn't exist. Agreed. Then again, it is free speech. Granted, here's the other problem if that person's actually in russia free speech doesn't apply to them it's true under i mean our under our they're not covered yeah. under our constitution without being a us citizen i don't care if it says uh inalienable rights
3: for all humans or whatever the fucking thing it says what what i find interesting about that story was how like how much backlash there was yeah from like the gaming community like and i don't want to say the community so much as like games media I think like, was, there was a lot of people who were just shitting on Valve for being like, oh, you don't stand up for like, you know.
2: I, I think it's, well, I think it's funny whatever. because the games media, first off, is extremely left. Like That's true.
3: They are extremely left, which is weird
2: because that means they don't believe. I mean, they believe in free speech, but, you know. It, it, it's it's got to be there free well, we're speech. Gonna, we're going to get there. The yeah. left and the right are both believing in free speech if it's adjacent to their ideas. You want to stand in the middle, it's the only right place to be. Or actually, don't stand anywhere near them because <laughs> yeah. you'll actually be clean. Both sides just throw shit at each other all day, uh,
3: like monkeys.
2: They <laughs> yeah, pretty much are monkeys <laughs> in cages. Um, where was I going before I derailed myself with I anger? Don't, I don't know. It was something about games media. It's mostly left, so it's funny because they're advocate they're advocate advocating for active shooter, which the entire left would go. Active shooters are a really bad thing. Like. Yeah, that's the game that made them flip. Like I don't, or did they really need their hentai porn? I'm really
3: confused. Yeah, I don't. It's just, ah, uh, uh, I don't know.
2: Yep. <laughs> so let's get away from Nate being angry at politics and go to number ten. Number ten, PlayStation is annoying me, and probably Matt, with how they are handling this E3. I get it, but come on, where's the damn hype train? They announced Days Gone for February twenty second, twenty nineteen, Persona Five Dancing in Starlight for PS four, and Persona Three Dancing in Moonlight for PS Vita to launch in early twenty nineteen. Hmm. There's also a new Tetris game called Tetris Effect, which will be coming to PS four, and also mentions that it is PSVR optional. I don't know how, what you're going to do a Tetris really with Tetris cool. with VR optional. Be interesting. I can like see it, but I don't. Who knows? Uh, that's going to be coming out this fall, and I can't wait to see what they try to hold back for their hour pre-show right before
3: the event. <sighs> so I'm um, I'm real just just to get in on this here. I'm real nervous. I can't wait because either I'm just doing weird weird hand you're, gestures. You're doing man, right uh, now. I know you guys can't. Mega see it, crab guy. Yeah. Uh, either they are like letting out everything before the show and the show is going to suck or they have so much that they're just like, Oh, we can just like, you know, make it rain. And then also have an amazing E3 show. Uh, and obviously there's there, the, <laughs> the, the,
2: <laughs> the worry for me, isn't their pre-show. The worry is the main show yeah. in which they've said four things. And if they went, we're devoting 15 minutes to all four. And then we're done. And I'm going to go.
3: What?
2: Okay. <laughs> like, I, I will, that press conference will end and I'll go. Hmm. <laughs> yep. That was a thing. I hope they never do it again.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: but we'll see. It's going to be an interesting year. It really is. <laughs> and especially with our follow up episode of predictions, which we have to at this point shoot out our ass because a bunch of things have already been said. Yeah. Or we have to get real specific, like Nate's going to, because I talk yeah, in the third there's, person There's now. two
3: approaches here. Uh, Nate took the approach where uh, he he gets right into the minutiae of the announcements. Yeah. I'm he gonna... gets in there, he he puts <laughs> on his waiters and he digs right in there. He's getting in the mud, and he's like, I'm going to find these predictions.
2: I'm going to say Madden 19, and I will tell you what cleats a certain player is going to have
3: exactly. on in the trailer. Exactly. And then <laughs> you can do the approach that I took, which is just, fuck it. <laughs> and I just am like... Madden's
2: a thing. Predicted. <laughs> Suck
3: it. <laughs> exactly.
2: Uh, uh, but that comes up next if you're still listening.
3: All right. Number 11. Hitman 2 is on its way to PS4. Once Xbox. again. Go ahead.
2: Real quick. Hitman 2. Cool, right? Would have yeah. been a great Square Enix even though they split because mm-hmm. technically the license is now owned by uh, Interactive or whoever. Cool, right? Like, would have been a cool thing to show... Not even at the press conferences, just during next week when there's that four days worth of everybody dumping news coverage and stuff. Yeah. Nope, we're at Thursday, and here comes Hitman 2.
3: (laughs) I don't know. I don't understand their marketing anymore. I don't Uh, understand
2: anybody's fucking marketing anymore.
3: Hitman 2 is on its way to PS4, Xbox, PC later this year. Uh, November 13th, to be exact. New locations include Miami and five others varying from sun-drenched sun drenched streets to dark and dangerous rainforests. More ways to play, more game modes, more features, one being a co-op mode. Check out the trailers for both the game and the co-op mode.
2: Interesting, I thought. First yeah. off, we knew a new Hitman was coming at some point. Like they, Everybody loved their la- the most recent one, the episodic one. Yeah. Uh, so yes, Hitman 2, it, not shocking. I like the Miami idea and the super varying levels. At least the way it sounds. Uh and I like the idea of a co op mode. I didn't watch the trailer for it, so it's my own bad note there, but (laughs) I haven't either so it's fine. I still like the idea of two assassins in a map. Even if one is Overwatch and one is in in the trenches. Yeah, it's having to navigate like crazy situations like your target just picked up a drink.
3: I've never um, been Poison a, it. <laughs> I've never been super interested in the Hitman. But, Same. Um, a co-op mode would make me if it's if it's fully fledged out, like fully fleshed out, I should say. And uh, I would I would totally. If it's full of flesh. It's a Hitman game. Dead flesh. <laughs> Get it? Dead bodies. Um, I would check it out though if it's got a, a neat co-op mode. I'm just worried that it's
2: just a co-op mode and that you can't, like, do the campaign co-op. Yeah. Which is the, like, ah, you had a great idea. You just needed to go a little further. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number 12. A dozen. Avalanche, (laughs) makers of Just Cause and Mad Max, have announced Generation Zero for a 2019 release ahead of E3. Gen Zero... That's what I'm going to call it from here on out, probably. Because Generation Zero is too long. Gen Zero reimagines Sweden in the 1980s, except that machines are invading the country. Up to four players are fighting back against the robots that are persistent, meaning that if you merely damage them, they'll remain that way until you face them again. Whenever you face them again. Two minutes from now, three weeks from now, Avalanche hinted at team-based strats like combining skills and sharing loot, but this game can also function as a solo FPS. It is self-published, coming to Xbox, PS4, and PC, and this must have been the game that sold Nordisk Films on buying them
3: uh, because
2: we had no idea who they were. Yeah. <laughs> but they bought them and have a game coming out now. It looked um, did you watch the trailer? No.
3: It looked interesting.
2: As I was writing everything like there were trailers all over, I'm like I can't click
3: on these, like I need yeah, to just write. Yeah. It wasn't like it looked very rudimentary, but it looked um like it had potential to be like it's like Left for Dead kind of, you know, like It it looked like that or
2: Left for, I I had it mixed like Left for Dead state of decay and uh Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Like the robots very much went multiplayer Horizon. That's weird, but the graphics did not. Just the robots kind of looked that, that could way. Could be a prediction. Horizon Zero Dawn two.
3: Well, that is a prediction. But That's I'm a super like, bold one. I'm saying multiplayer for Horizon. Oh, that'd be interesting. Or the it last, is bold. Or, That's or the, why it's on my list. Or the Last of Us. Little teaser for you.
2: Oh, oh, oh there's a <laughs> teaser. <laughs> Look at Matt trickling things out for us. Uh, 13. I can't wait when him and I guess 10 different things between the two of us Dude, what and if, don't overlap at all.
3: <laughs> what's What's going to blow my mind is if we like are right on some of these, I'm going to be like, what the fuck? If buddy? we're
2: right on any of these, I'm tweeting all the companies and going, you need to clearly get more imaginative people <laughs> because we're not part of the industry and we nailed all of it. <laughs> uh,
3: 13. There is a fourth Just Cause game on the way. More than likely announced during Squares conference. Didn't they officially announce it by now? I think they did. Maybe they did did today. They did not as of yesterday. More than likely announced during Squares conference. But if you log into Steam right now. Which would have been Thursday night. Exactly. I don't know if it's up now, but right now. You may get an ad for it. (laughs) Clicking more details only redirects you to the main page, though. Um, I thought they... I don't know. They might have confirmed it
2: today because last night it started happening.
3: Yeah, I'm just trying to remember... Because people do. that were
2: launching Steam were getting the ad pop-up that you normally get that's like, the oh, check out the new things. And Just Cause 4 is right there. And they're like, uh, <laughs> what? Which was another one where I'm like, cool, Square stuff, Just Cause. Oh, nope, that's fucking ruined. Because <laughs> I can't even guess where they're going to be because it's going to be some fake country somewhere. Like, I, I, what, what prediction? The only prediction, well, is that, the only prediction is that Ricardo Rodriguez is not in the game. And I'm like, that'd be bold seeing how he's in the picture.
3: <laughs> Takes place in Wakanda.
2: The character is now a mute. <laughs> and you don't shoot a gun. <laughs> the entire game is done passively. Okay. Just cause. Or uh, <laughs> as one might say, just cause.
0: Ooh.
3: Breathe in. Sharp pain in my chest. Ooh, you should check your lumps. My lovely lady lumps. Ooh, ooh, ooh.
2: We could be Fergie. Uh, probably probably sure. less mentally deranged than her.
3: More attractive too, if I say so myself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I always <laughs> have thought so, but that's beside the point. Uh, Number
3: 14, 14teen. 14teen.
2: Some interesting industry ripples that may make waves in, in the future. Aren't ripples already waves? I Just want to be clear about that.
3: Um, I mean, we can ripples that. make waves? <sighs> you know what? It's just, it's just the, Ooh, got Matt with semantics
2: moving on. Number sub one. <laughs> bullet, <laughs> bullet point item. Number one, JJ uh, Abrams production company, bad robot has entered into a partnership with Tencent to launch a new division called bad robot games. Warner Brothers Interactive is also a minority investor. Getting into bed with Tencent can lead to bad things, or great things. They have a fuck ton of money and AIDS. They don't J. J. have AIDS. Abrams, I'm
3: saying so. like they clearly have the cure for AIDS, which is as we all know, cash. I'm genuinely curious as to what JJ Abrams would do with a video game.
2: Make a new Alien game that actually doesn't suck.
3: Mm. Shots fired
2: at a lot of things. <laughs> Prometheus, the video game, that actually ties into Alien and doesn't suck like the movie. J.J. Abrams. All I can think of is Alien references. (laughs) J.J. Abrams got a new license from Disney about Star Wars stuff because EA sucks.
3: Oh, you got Star Trek game. That'd be nice.
2: J.J. Abrams takes another failing franchise and makes another failing game out of it.
3: Listen... You be careful with these <laughs> failing franchise accusations, I, right? I, I don't think
2: Star Trek is a franchise that's failing, but I don't think it's games have ever done well.
3: Can we stand up with that one? Can we agree there? They had one game, all I mean, right? From Star like Trek the, Online? From, like, the 90s, maybe early 2000s. Oh, okay. Where you went through the Klingon... Um, Klingon Academy? Are you talking about Klingon Academy? I'm talking about Klingon Academy. <sighs> Shit's fire.
2: The shit was... Yep. All right. So bullet point item number two. (laughs) Apple had its annual worldwide developers conference and hidden somewhere in there was the news that Apple is no longer supporting OpenGL and OpenCL. They instead recommend that devs move to the Metal API, which is, of course, Apple's proprietary 3D graphics API. So, yeah, games might might have it rough on Mac. Again. As if they haven't already. Because if you want a gaming machine, you
3: don't buy a Mac. That's true. They were getting more support And annoyingly, there, which
2: was buy a Windows one, which I still wish you didn't do that either. Linux. I wish.
3: Yeah. Some, bad, there's a lot of
2: stuff that works on Linux, like that runs yeah. on Linux game-wise, but then there's a lot that doesn't. Like, yeah. I have 300-something games in my Steam library.
3: It has just enough support now to where it's, like, viable but annoying. My foot really is just hard.
2: Uh, yeah, it's viable, but you are still limited like I have, I have 300 something games in my steam library and if i switch to a linux machine it's immediately like 100 something like i i lose almost half my library
3: yeah but like are you going to play any of that library no but i don't i don't know
2: what's <laughs> in that list like that's cuz it's it's my uninstalled list so mm-hmm. who knows what's not supported all of a sudden until i'm like oh yeah let's go play ghost recon oh it's not on linux all right well I'll switch them back <laughs> Bullet point item number three. Never let me do an actual like presentation with bullet points because that's how I will discuss them in a boardroom. Be like, as you see here by bullet point item number five. I'm gonna do that. And I show I'll show my laser pointer like somewhere else. I'm (laughs) gonna do
3: that and give you a laser pointer.
2: And I'm gonna be pointing it at one. I'll (laughs) count them up from the bottom. Anyway. Number three. Computex, new keyboards, cases, and blah 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 blah. Thanks, Matt.
3: That was basically just, hey, if you want to see new new cool shit, you know, Google Computex and you'll see like, you know, everyone's got new cases out. You got your RGB LED all over the place, you know. You got your, uh, actually, Corsair.
2: I'm going to wear some RGB oh, no. LED pants.
3: Cooler Master, I think it was. Corsair or Cooler Master, I don't know. One of the two came hmm. out with this really interesting um, keyboard that was uh, low-profile mechanical keys and it was like hyper minimalist hmm. so it used like the flat like laptop style keys chiclets yeah chiclets thank you but i um, only know because
2: i had a uh, desk docker.
3: <laughs> the uh switches are low profile mechanical switches mm, okay and like the keyboard itself has like no space outside of where the keys are basically and it's just a big aluminum slab Hmm. not big aluminum slab but aluminum slab
2: interesting tournament anyway. tournament edition
3: uh y- yeah yeah no no num- well,
2: no numpad is tournament edition
3: uh eighty percent or ten keyless or whatever you want to call it. Yeah.
2: I call them tournament editions just because they nobody uses the numpad in in like the FPS tournament because 'cause you're yeah. Usually confined for space.
3: Uh it was something that would appeal to me, you know, minimalist. Yeah. Monolithic.
2: Yep, one color. Yeah. No fun lights.
3: And then no uh, what else was there? Oh, Seasonic came out with this crazy uh PSU attachment that basically was like a um it was meant to be like this thing that you attach to the backside of your motherboard that you could route all your PSU uh, cables to, so that you okay. could like hide your cables better. Oh, all right. So, kind of like a bridge of some kind. Yeah, different stuff like that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. New cases, tons of new cases. Everyone likes a new case.
2: Everybody likes a new case. You know what else everybody likes? Deals. Oh hell yeah, they do. Good segue. <laughs> the only good one we've ever had. <laughs> uh,
3: the only good one we will ever have, period. Making an appearance that I probably should have waited till this week instead of saying it last week is Sony's Days of Play event, which, uh, you know, games on sale. Not going to go over them again. They're okay deals. I did see the blue and gold PlayStation, though. That's the Days of whatever it was called. Days of Play event. Uh-huh. The special edition. Yeah. It's interesting. It's sexy. You know. Yeah. So Sony's got a sale. Sony's got a sale. Starts
2: now. Starts now. Runs to the 18th. Correct. You know what else has a sale right now? Humble. Humble Bundle. You know what You know what they have a sale on? I don't. Because well, I can't speak English? Me. Oh, you bet your ass I am. Devolver Digital Products. <laughs> you know who has a conference later that we also aren't going to discuss in the next show? Devolver Digital.
3: I never know when their conferences are.
2: It's the one. It's the Sunday night one that's like super late or whatever. That's that midnight one always. That's like mm-hmm. super fucking weird. Midnight for us, 9 p.m um that's the i just don't want to predict anything because i just want to enjoy it because it's always the lunacy and yeah, it's just it's just crazy. Oh, you can't predict what Devolver's going to do so who cares
3: what was the last year it was like the didn't the computer eat someone or something or like no that something?
2: lady was just started was screaming and bleeding and yeah, there were in the doctors it, and i oh it's it like 12 minutes it was madness it was it kind of was we were like, all was sitting sh- there we're all like "What is happening <laughs>
3: Nice palate cleanser for E3. Yeah,
2: it really switches up the game real quick. It's like, hey, how about we do this? Now here's Nintendo. And you're like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, go to Humble in the link in the description and buy some Devolver stuff if you want. It's like Ruiner, Genital Jousting, uh, Serious Sam is in there, Bro Force is in there, Swords of Ditto is in there. Gods Will Be Watching is in there. Ronin's in there. I mean, there's a lot of games in there. But Genital Jousting, it's like 374. And if you ever wanted to stick a dick, you know what I mean. mean. Just (laughs) Just,
3: just check it out. Just
2: take a look. Genital Jousting. That's (laughs) G-E-N. Nate's favorite game, apparently. I don't even own it. (laughs) 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 It's just hysterical to me when I see people play it.
3: Maybe we should live stream it. Rated
2: eighteen plus, and if it's not, it should be. There's also an Xbox E3 sale. I just pulled a couple of things to highlight. These are all like via Microsoft, not from somebody else. If you buy three months alive, you get three free. So, pretty good deal. Six months alive for three months for three three, three, months, three months cost.
3: There's something weird happening inside me. All
2: right, perfect. As long as you're not going to die in the next five minutes, so I can get this done.
3: Let me just let the, the listeners know. All right, I'm burping up a combination of iced coffee oh. and potato salad that has dill in it. I'm so just, happy I can't smell that. And it's just it's it's disgusting. To be honest <laughs> with you, it's just like I don't know how to react to it. Anyways, continue with the deals.
2: Also, <laughs> in this Xbox deal, if you you can get one month of live for one dollar. Ooh. So I believe you can get one month of life for one dollar, but then you can Oh to my. get the three month to qualify for the other one, I believe you have to buy the three month card, mm-hmm. not the individual month card. Um and then game wise, Monster Hunter for thirty nine ninety nine. Sea of Thieves for thirty eight thirty.
3: That's weird. I still wouldn't buy it. I don't know place. if they did I don't <laughs> know if they
2: did like weird percentages, but I saw it said thirty eight thirty. I'm like, I'm calling that specifically out. But yeah, I still wouldn't either. Wolfenstein 2, two, nineteen ninety nine. It's a good deal. That's a really good deal, I think. Uh, Far Cry 5, $39.99. That's not bad. It's pretty good. Uh, COD World War II, 39 okay. I mean, at this point. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not twenty nine ninety nine, but I mean, I, I get it. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins,
3: $30. Definitely a good deal.
2: A, a big game. game and there's a bunch loose. of other ones in there, too. Those are just the main ones I pulled. Uh, and good old games, which is GOG. Which has the Galaxy Launcher, uh, competitor in quotes to Steam, nah. has started a summer sale and it is going until June 18th on PC. They're the DRM free platform of choice. Uh, but yeah, they have a deal going until June 18th. So if you want a bunch of summer games before Steam summer starts, go for it. Hit it. Hit it and quit it. Boom, boom, pow. Chicka, chow. Something, something. Yada, yada. But that's uh that's it for this. We uh we need to record a follow-up episode, which is gonna go live right away after this one, same way they always do. Uh and that's gonna have all of our predictions for the E3 conferences that start tomorrow Saturday, which is gonna be EA, followed by Sunday's Microsoft Bethesda. We're not predicting Devolver.
3: There's no predicting devolver. I
2: think I think they're Sunday. They might be Monday. Um then Monday's conferences are gonna be Square, Ubisoft, and Sony will have predictions for all of those. And then Tuesday is Nintendo. We'll have predictions for that one as well. Is there anybody we're not predicting?
3: There was someone else, and I can't remember who it was, but we didn't. Oh, we're not
2: doing the PC one.
3: There's other, yeah, PC. What was the other one? Yeah, well, whatever. We'll figure it out.
2: Yeah, we we won't do the PC one. PC and Devolver are the two we don't do. But yeah. Listen to that one. Where should they have listened to this episode, Matt?
3: Everywhere's Gamers2.com.
2: That works for me. Good enough. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, L- Gamers2.com. Listen, it's literally...
3: It's, it's, I don't want to say it. It's not literally Everywhere's, but can, for the most part... You can find it on Facebook. You can find it's it on Twitter. you would be. You right? can find
2: it on YouTube. The audio files are up if there you, now.
3: If you're not on a service... Get on it. ...that you know, doesn't have a sound there, then you're on the wrong services, right?
2: That's true. That's, that's damn true. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you in about 30 minutes. Bye-bye.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter. It's innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.